Hey everybody, this is Tom once again. Before this episode begins, I just want to let everyone know this is episode two of where I didn't have the mixer plugged into my laptop, so I did not use the uh, mics for the mixer. I was using, I guess, just a laptop mic. So please, once again, I apologize, but enjoy. Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, where we torture you with Halloween screed. So grab your sickle, an alibi, and a pint of your choice type, for the covenant is about to convene. Join us now, unless you are afraid of clowns. <laughs> Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast. I'm your ghost host, Twisted Tom, joined alongside my Scotsman crew of Jumpy John. Are you ready to die? Oh, I'm always ready. <laughs> it's a good day to die. It's a good day to die. Once again, we do have John Self with us back again. Please go to his Twitter, Pastor John Self, PiratesandPrincesses.net, MouseDining.com, and read all of his articles or any of the articles on any of those sites. They're rather helpful, so go check those out today. Of course, right after listening to this episode, this episode we are talking about SeaWorld Orlando, Hallow Screen, and maybe some other goodies as well. Of course, you probably all know this from the description or the title of this episode, but we shall see. But first, let's do some crypt keeping and talk about the YouTube content at Vacationaires Podcast. Now, uh, to... Uh, I guess look behind the veil, if you will, for lack of a better term. We are recording this the same day we recorded once 159. What? Well, it if is we, the same day. If we wait long enough, it'll it will be, be tomorrow. A new day. Yes, it will be. It, it is late at night. It's 11, 11 p.m. The evening of John's birthday. And you know what? Before we get started into the Halloween talk, I think we should certainly discuss your, your birthday day and some of the things that we did. But before we get to that, we have to talk about Vacationers Podcast YouTube channel. Go there. A ton, a ton of Halloween content for you to consume. If you don't like Halloween content, we have a ton of other stuff too. I'm not going to go into any specific details of what videos are out there, but you know they're out there. Go, please, like and subscribe. I'm at a record high. Let's keep that going and uh, see if we can get cracked to 500 and then to infinity and beyond. Anything you'd like to plug, John, other than your uh, two mates that you write for? I think I think that's Twitter? the main thing at the moment. I think you've already done a wonderful job. I'm sure I'll do selfless, shameless plugs about 15 million <laughs> times, so don't worry. <laughs> that is very true. Very true. So, yeah, before we get into Hello Scream, uh, yeah, Hello Scream at Sea Orlando, it has been a long day, so I might be a little punchy for this episode. <laughs> Because you didn't get any, you didn't get enough ice cream. That is true. That is very true. And we, we let's get into that. So today we, we decided to spend a better part of the day together to celebrate your birthday. And I worked a half day, so at 11 a.m. I got off work. Okay, um, just to clarify, yeah, when we scheduled this, it was not <laughs> under the pretense of it being my birthday. It was under the pretense of helping oh. me do my job for mouse dining. That that is true. That is true. And it turned it quickly turned into a birthday thing <laughs> once I found out it was your birthday. Yeah, that was your fault. <laughs> so uh, we recorded the first episode, and we ran out of time because we had a 1 p.m. reservation at Paddlefish at Disney Springs, which we went and uh, had a, a lovely time. Yes, you record. You will be releasing that on Pirate. No, no, Disney. Disney mouse dining. That mouse dining. Why do I have Disney dining? 
mousedining.com. So look forward to that review. And I will say one of the uh, pluses of going there was I told the the waiter staff or the waiting staff that it was your birthday. And they – well, she came out and offered you basically any dessert item. And uh, you picked the cheesecake, thankfully. Oh, that was – oh. And why did I pick the cheesecake? For me. Thank okay, you. Thank you knew I would love the cheesecake. And I, I did. And they brought it out. And it was a full portion size. It is the dessert size cheesecake. It, it was a huge piece of cheesecake, mind you. I mean, it was large. It definitely fed too. I think. And I, uh, for those of you frame of reference, whenever okay. you talk cheesecake, you have cheesecake factory. Yeah. This was not a cheesecake factory size piece of pizza. A piece of pizza. A piece of cheesecake. <laughs> um, however, I think it was it was a for mm, table okay. service dining. It was clearly. <laughs> A reasonable size amount of cheesecake and an oval with whipped cream and all the things with it. I mean, I thought as we looked at it, it was really thick too. That was a ten dollar dessert at table service at Disney, which was included for my birthday, so that Tom could have it. Um, <laughs> and it came, it came with strawberry compote and, and, uh, and blackberries and yeah, the blackberries so could have blackberries could have been left yeah. off. Yes, yeah, yeah, my, my, note, my notes say that. Spoiler for the review. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I thought all in all, it was it was. We decided the dirt was a good value, and it's a phenomenal value when it's free. Hundred percent. Even though we have to sing Happy Birthday. Yes. Well, uh, oh, she did sing it, did she? She yeah, did yeah, sing yeah, Happy yeah, Birthday. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. It wasn't quite as festive as later on, but yes, she did sing it, and we got a nice big piece of uh, <laughs> cheesecake, which I, you know, I, I know, I, I've eaten cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory, so I can't. It's bigger than that. So you say if you order a piece of cheesecake, cheesecake factory, it's not a triangle. It's bigger than what we got. Yeah, it is. Alcohol. Really? Oh, okay. It may be the large amount of whipped cream that make it look bigger, but it is bigger. Hmm. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That's why we have John on the show because he knows cheesecake factory. <laughs> Sadly, I do. Know <laughs> you never, factory. you never know when that that knowledge is going to be needed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think overall uh, it was fine. Yeah, and uh, if you want to know specific details, I guess you must wait for the review on uh, you know, Mouse Dining. So go check that out today. I, I assume Mouse Dining has a subscription thing that they'll send you emails. Wow, I'm going to get in trouble with Dustin oh, on this. Oh, no. You don't know? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Mouse Dining is primarily a uh, a reservation finder service for uh -huh. all Disney World restaurants, and the blog is, is a relatively new thing we started doing. Yes. So, okay. So, so I'm not sure, but I will mention that to Dustin when I get in trouble when he hears this. Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I assume they have something like that where you get notified. But uh, if you know, the best thing you can do is just follow John at Pastor John Self on Twitter, and uh, he will post. You know, you, you, I think every time, right? I mean, every time you put an article out, you post it on Twitter, right? Mm, probably not, but a majority of the time I do. Yeah. So yeah. You know, if you follow him there, you'll probably catch all of his articles, or at least the majority of them uh, from there. So, yeah, it was a good time. So we went there. Then we went over to – what did we do next? Hmm. Um, you went to, spoiler alert, to record your character warehouse. Oh, review. yes. Or that's another thing video. we do on uh, you know, Vacationers Podcast. We do the character warehouse outlet store, Disney outlet in Kissimmee. I go there every month and do a little video and show you what is new, what is old, and uh, what's going on. So we went there and had a good time. I almost bought 
Uh, what kind of hat was that, John? Is there a uh, fedora? Fedora? Okay. I, I came close to buy a fedora, and John actually uh, talked me up. <laughs> he said, oh, it looks pretty good. Then I went back after we did the review, and I tried it on again. He's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't look quite as good. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I watched the video. It was a Haunted Mansion one, and uh, it was $8. I, I don't remember what the retail was, but $8. Yeah, $8 is a pretty good price. And I, I, I was going to pull the trigger on it until <laughs> John's like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, wow. Sorry. When I looked at it, I was like, that is not the same look it was before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. That, it didn't work out. Yeah. So, yeah, I did not get it. So, yeah, look out for that video on Vacation Podcast. That will be coming shortly. Uh, then we went over to Universal. Oh, I guess we can talk about this. The chaos that is Universal Studios. <laughs> um, um, I... Yes. Go ahead. This you're going to be 100 percent right. <laughs> All right. So I have, or I had the premiere. Is that accurate? The premiere is the top level annual pass at Universal. Yes, I, I had the premiere pass uh, for a year. So uh, November 20th, I believe, it expired, or I guess it renewed. It rolled over again, and the monthly payments started coming out for a following year. So I wanted to downgrade, pay in full, and downgrade. And get the you get like a twenty percent discount if you pay in full. If you renew an if annual you renew pass, annual you, get pass a, you get a twenty percent discount. You pay in full, you get twenty yes. percent discount. If you renew with a monthly payment, you get no discount. Correct. Yes. So I talked to Universal. I called them to see what options I had about forty-five days ago or so, and basically they said yes, you can renew at a uh, you can renew and get the downgraded pass and pay in full and get a discount but you have to do that at the parks you can't do it online you can't do it uh you know with over the phone you can't do any of that stuff you've got to go to the parks and talk to customer service so my god fine so of course I, I wait and of course i you know with the premiere you get the one free night of um hhn so i could i think within a couple of weeks is that right john you get you have like two weeks maybe a month within that frame of it expiring you can go and renew or do whatever you need to do. There's, there's a time. They you told have, me you have 30 days. 30 days. Okay, so it was 30 days. But I didn't want to do that early, only because I wanted to use my one free night, and I didn't want to screw anything up. And then, you know, if I went and renewed and got downgraded, you know, I don't, I don't know if they'd get to take my pass, or I'm not sure what would have happened. So I decided I'm just going to wait. So then I went to Virginia, and of course, that's you know, Ian came rolling through, and so you know, the uh, the 20th came and went. And uh, I, well, luckily, I guess I never knew used the pass. So the first payment came out, like $53 came out of my checking or, or my, on my credit card. It was charged my credit card. I noticed it. So I went today to go ahead and downgrade. So I go to uh, IOA, their the, the customer service outside the park, and I'm talking to uh, the person, the team member, and I tell her basically that. that that's what I'm looking to do. And she was like, well, you can't do that. The only thing you can do is um, the only thing you can do is cancel your membership now and then just buy a new one outright. Buy the lesser value pass outright. You can't renew. You can't do it. It's just, it's, we can't do it. And I said, well, I called you guys, and on the phone you told me you could. <laughs> where, where she proceeded to say, well, I wish they wouldn't do that. They don't know what they're talking about. I wish they would get trained. And then she went to talk to her supervisor. Whereupon her supervisor came back and promptly trained her on how to actually do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was interesting. She made the comment like, 
oh, they, you know, they need to get people need to get trained, and the person that needed to be trained was her. <laughs> Apparently, you can, in fact, do this. So she's going through the steps and doing it all. And I noticed that uh, the dates that the supervisor wrote down to have my new pass be were the 9:20. So the date that you know my pass originally expired and the new one kicked in. So at the, in the meantime, I asked her. I said, "Well, how do I get my $53 back? Because now I, my new pass, I'm paying full price for, or you know, 20% off, but I'm paying the full the full price minus the discount, which started." 920 but i've already paid a month of the upgraded pass for 920 you know i paid the 53 so i 100 expect to get that 53 dollars back at this point because now i double paying for one month she's like well it's it's not it's a third party company you have to call that and i thought that was awfully weird hold on hold on, hold on. yeah you never told me the third party stuff. Let me say, yes, with yes. all due respect, yes. in defense of the team member, yep. that is a lie from the pits of hell. That is not true. There's oh. not a third party involved in this process. So the third party doesn't do the easy payment? Not the way she's describing it. Yeah, because she said they can't do anything. A third party handles the easy payments or what, the monthly payments. Oh, they, they use a third party. Just like Disney has third-party restaurants, that's not the same thing. Yes. Well, that she said that's why she, they couldn't give the refund, and I'd have to call them directly. Yeah. Now, I thought that was suspect. I did not believe that. And after our previous conversation, her being wrong, I wasn't 100% sure. So, fortunately, at this point, the supervisor that came out and trained her initially came back and was going through the line. And I, I asked her specifically, I said, now listen. I expect to get that $53 back because I'm double paying. My new pass has been backdated from when my old one expired and I already paid $53. Now you're saying that I have to call the third party company, but I feel like I'm going to get the runaround from them. I, I am not hundred percent sure this is a, you know, this, this is how this should work. And then he said something I couldn't hear because they have incredibly huge, uh, like yes. airplane fans outside of that section that are just, Wah. So it makes it almost impossible for you to hear what the, other person, what the person inside the booth is saying. So he said something to her, and then she's like, uh, what credit card? I put the credit card in, and she gave me the $53. <laughs> Again, 100% wrong. <laughs> Everything she said was incorrect. <laughs> it would have been a nightmare, and I knew that was going to be the case. I knew if I walked away from there having to call a third party, trying to get a refund for that $53, then it would been like, they would have been like, what are you talking about? They just use our service. Like, we don't, we're not authorized yep. to determine whether or not you should get this money back. And I'd been back at that same booth a day later saying, what in the world's going on? So, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, never, I never outright questioned whether she was right or wrong. I just repeated my question when I knew he was in earshot. And luckily, he heard and got taken care of. So, you know, my, my advice when dealing with uh, universal... Uh, team members about stuff like this, you might want to question it, and you might want to ask them to, you know, just go ask somebody else because they might not, they might not have the right information because she could have very easily at any point said, you know, I don't really know or, mm -hmm. and let me go check. But no, she emphatically told me two things that were both incorrect. Even making a snarky comment about they need to start training their people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she was right. She meant somebody else, but it should have been her. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, enlightening, to say the least. So 
I do have my now I my downgrade pass. So uh, yay, I guess. <laughs> it's sad, really, but it is what it is. Uh, and then what did we do? We, we went to the park, walked around a little bit, but then uh, and it headed back because we did have a uh, 7:30 reservation. Just just to clarify, you yeah. skipped another incident to go with your argument. Oh, oh, please, by all means. Um, we went over to Seuss Landing. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, John. Because this is huge. So if you if you listen to my, I have no idea what episode that was. This is why you have to listen to every episode, people, because things will come back. And uh, this is one of those things. Not that you probably really care, but I guess I can give you a brief synopsis. So I was at Seuss Landing with my children at the the Sunday. Hop on Pop ice cream. Hop on Pop ice cream shop. And my daughter wanted the sundae, but she wanted, instead of vanilla ice cream, chocolate. So I asked the cast member or a team member, hey, can we substitute the chocolate for vanilla? And she emphatically said no. And she basically had an attitude problem. I mean, she, she was very, um, she wasn't rude, but she wasn't exactly happy. You know, When, she, when you've discussed with me before, we compared it to um, a Six Flags staff member. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, just not, yeah, not, not happy with what's going on with her life at this point. So uh, she said no, like no, we can't do it. Like she was just emphatic about it. Like there's just nothing we can possibly do. Like that's impossible. Why would you ask such an insane request as to scoop the ice cream to the left of the one that we're scooped into the same bowl and to put toppings on? I mean, why would you think that would be possible? <laughs> so yeah, so it was very odd, and I've always I've questioned whether or not that is an actual rule or not. And unfortunately, we went back today to determine the answer, and it's a little unclear because we, we, we wait in line, we get up to the front, and I will say, he I asked for a water, and, uh, you know, free water, and he didn't give me one of those little plastic cups that you get a thimble full. He gave me a full-size free water, so, I mean, I mean that was him, so I don't know if he'd always do that, but, uh, you know, if he wanted a decent-sized free water, I guess uh, that ice cream shop's the place to go. So I asked him, I said, if I got this Sunday, and I wanted to substitute the vanilla ice cream for chocolate, would I be able to? Without blinking, without question, without even thinking about it, he said no. Like, again, emphatically, no. And I thought, well, that's amazing. But then a manager or a supervisor, for lack of a better term, behind him, behind the counter, came out to clarify that, in fact, you could. In fact, there's four different flavors, and you could substitute for that Sunday any of those four flavors. And so, John, you. so what's the answer? Because I feel like the frontline cast members, I've had two of them, they've both claimed you can't do it. It's not possible. <laughs> well, here's, yeah. here is the, and this is the standard issue at Universal. There are official answers, and I feel that many of your frontline team members are giving you the official answer. Okay. However, as someone whose name I've dropped with you five million times already today tells me, <laughs> um, who may write a book entitled The Unofficial Guide, tells me, if Universal, if you think that you're in the wrong, you can find a team member who will do it the way you want. Yeah. And not that the ice cream thing is a big deal, but the standard answer is, I think the standard answer is, no, this is how we do it. But which is that's, a, that's a stupid answer. Because, yeah, it's literally they, they, four tubs of ice cream. They're scooping one of those ice creams into a bowl and making a sundae out of it. Who cares which one it is? Like, what possible... It's not like it's vanilla, gold nugget. <laughs> you know, like, 
But yeah, give me the one that's full of diamonds. Yeah, it's the same, same quality. There's nothing different between these ice creams. I, I can't think of a legitimate reason other than you saying something about the, like licensing or agreement with yeah, but Susan they wouldn't have yeah, you know, it's so unlikely. Something like that. Yeah. Like oh, we don't like chocolate Sundays. Yeah, like what? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. The supervisor though came and he corrected and he said yes, you can. But again, when I asked that point blank to the frontline uh, cast member or team member, they said no and they didn't hesitate. Like nope, they had that loaded, locked and loaded, and ready to go. And again, I would love to know because the other one came back. I never got to actually question why. Like why is that answer no? And I'd love to know if they have an answer for it other than. That's what we're told. Probably not, but if they did, I would love to know why in the world. Like, what's stopping you from scooping the chocolate over that vanilla into this bowl and making a sundae? That's all I want to know. <laughs> did somebody give you a reason? Because if if that if, if I'm working that stand and my supervisor came in and said, "Don't do it," my first question would be, "Okay, somebody else with common sense is going to be like, can you do this? No, why?" What is what should I tell these people? Because somebody's going to ask for it, and somebody's going to want to know why you can't do such a simple request. But it may ask me. I'm just a curious person by nature, I suppose. But yeah, I'm still very curious, and I I still don't think this is resolved. I think I have to go back again and ask. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Sorry for those of you wondering. I've already suffered through this painfully today, so you're just getting approximately eight and a half minutes of rant. I may have heard perhaps more than eight and a half minutes. <laughs> well, it's not over yet because I, I, I don't know if what the I don't know what the answer is. Like, if somebody was going to ask me, a, like a like 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 uh, like Kevin uh, wrote in the email, like, hey, can we do this? I could not confidently tell them yes or no. And I I suggest that you go do that data research when your food blogger friend is not around. <laughs> When it's not his birthday? Yeah, definitely not his birthday. <laughs> All right, so be it. All right, so. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know, researching and blogging and getting right information is a lot of hard, boring work. Yeah. I'll let you do that on your own. <laughs> I'm just dying to know. Like, it just makes no sense to me. No. All right, anyway. So um, then we went to, to uh, oh, T-Rex. Uh, you wanted to go to T-Rex. You're excited to see the dinosaurs. I was like, all right, John, we'll go T-Rex. So, Just to clarify, I wanted to do a review of the T-Rex. <laughs> like a kid in a candy store. I'm sorry. Anybody who's read anything I've ever written is pretty confident you are lying. Since I've already used Pits of Hell, whatever's lower than that, that's where, you're, that's where you are right now. So, well, we had a good time. Oh, that was a blast. So, yeah, we, we go to uh, T-Rex, and of course... The process to even when you have a reservation and you want to check in, what a nightmare. There's two different lines. You got to go, you got to wait in the one long line just to check in saying that, hey, I'm here for my reservation. Then they, they, they'll uh, text you. Then you got to get into another long line to get seated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, what, what a hassle. Um, but it was quick after you got the first one. It wasn't too bad. We, we cycled through pretty quickly. Uh, we got, what did we have to get? We'll get the nachos as an appetizer. Um, um very good. Uh, again, uh, like we discussed while we're eating them, you, was it is it actually uh, accurate that this is the same price as the? Uh, this was one dollar less than the Margaritaville nachos. Okay, yeah, one hundred percent. That dollar is well spent. <laughs> These are nothing compared to the Margaritaville. 
I mean, these are very good, but basically they take a a, uh, a football shaped, I guess. I know, that's that's not fair. Like oval, but yeah, a container salsa, and they stack nachos around it. Whereas you know, Margaritaville, they just take a big plate and just dump nachos on top. Man, it's just filled with nachos. And then they put the toppings on. So this is the problematic where you start eating the nachos with the stuff on top, and you get to the nachos below, and eh, you're out of toppings. There's nothing underneath. But you do have the salsa, which the salsa was good. It was spicy. Um, it's probably like a medium. I, I classify it as a medium uh, tanginess level. So it wasn't like hot, but it did have a spice to it, which uh, I was happy with. And uh, yeah, I, I thought they were, they were pretty good. I, mean, I, I enjoyed them. Um, what else? Uh, so you got a Cobb salad. Um, I got a T-Rex version of a Cobb salad. <laughs> and pieces of dinosaur in it. It was nice. Yes, it was nice. <laughs> I got uh, a um, fettuccine flatbread, which is a appetizer. And, um, oh, more, uh, some queso. Some <laughs> queso and more chips. Because back in prehistoric time, they had queso. Yes, yeah, yeah. Queso and chips. Um, so I went with two appetizers and... Well, the plan was to get, they had this huge ice cream. Like, oh, I don't know if it's Just to clarify, cream. your plan. Yeah, my plan was to get some thing that had like four scoops of ice cream and four pieces of cake, and we're going to celebrate John's birthday. Now, I believe that's the chocolate extinction or the chocolate explosion. Something like to that. that effect, yes. And I, I talked to the waiter already, uh, very uh, coyly, so John, John didn't realize what was going on there. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't even think you heard me when I was talking because I had the menu up. Dude, I had a dog here and that yeah. wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. You, you weren't disguising that. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But so you get a little cupcake or you get the big one, right? And the big one, obviously, you pay for. But I was prepared to do that because I, you know, I didn't have enough sweets today. So, uh, but I'll be honest with you. By the time I ate my food, I was completely stuffed. And I really wasn't thinking that I was going to be able to down that, that that big Sunday. So when the waiter uh, motioned me, uh, you know, behind John's back to determine, am I do is he doing the big one or the little free cupcake? Uh, I motioned with the free cupcake. And uh, I, I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm almost sorry for doing it because when they brought out this puny little cupcake with a dollop of ice cream on top of it, it with in, in a candle, I was like, oh man, this is so much lesser than paddle fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to but, clarify, Tom yeah. took a poll of the table. Hey, how hungry are we? <laughs> okay, not that that was subtle. Um, and and then and then motioned the for the pequeños. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know why I found the other uh, English speaking waiter. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't understand it was Espanol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that wasn't smooth at all. But I couldn't make it. To, I, I could say get the big one and have it come out and no one eats it because I sure as heck wasn't like if, if I'm going to anchor it and I, and I feel like I can knock out like half of it, then yeah, I'll, I'm all for it. But if I feel like I'm going to eat a very small portion, like you, John, I, I don't want to just leave it. And it's not like this is something that you can just bag up and take home. Not, I mean, technically, I taken ice cream home in a doggy bag um, from Tampa of all places, but uh that's not something I normally do. So, uh, yeah, we went with that. And I figured, well, worst case scenario, we get up and start walking around a little bit. You know, they have a, 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 a ice cream shop. Got to clarify, Salt and Straw? No, no, no. The um, Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli, yeah. They have a Ghirardelli's, which has absolutely glorious ice cream and sundaes and everything else. So I figured 
we could go over there, you know, and split a Sunday or something, you know, and have have it, you know, have a happy meeting. Where it turns out, yeah, there's there's just no no, <laughs> I didn't want anything. Wait or not, I didn't want anything. John, you're eating that cupcake, and at no point did I think, you know, what? I'll take. Well, and I don't know if that's just a statement of how unappetizing. I mean, it was a plain vanilla cupcake with a dollop. Was it vanilla ice cream? It was a good example of standard, generic, boring white bread products that it, it makes for a nice little cupcake and a nice little oh, yeah, dollop sure of ice cream. Fine, but, yeah. but um, yeah, it's not, yeah. it, it wasn't New York style cheesecake from Paddlefish and it, no. it sure wasn't um, hummingbird cake from Homecoming. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you're eating it. I'm like, and I, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I don't need that. But yeah, but overall, I mean, again, it's loud. It's it's T Rex. So it was loud at T Rex. A million, yeah, a million kids, uh, all of them coming around, touching the dinosaurs and video recording. And, yeah, I'm, I think the dinosaurs should take out a restraining order against the kids. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like it's not good for them. I can't believe they still function because yes. yeah, these these kids are like really manhandling some of these animatronics, and yeah, people don't seem to care. Like, oh yeah, no. hey, look at this. He's a cute dinosaur, and you're rubbing his head. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, think of price-wise, it was pretty expensive, and which I knew T-Rex was expensive, but yeah, um, overall it's not a cheap. Well, let's face it, paddlefish was also very expensive. So, uh, and I guess any restaurant. I mean, I don't know uh, dining-wise what the best value, you know, what tastes good in is the best value. This off the top of your head, John, do you have a, re- a restaurant recommendation? Uh, if you're Springs. eating at Disney Springs. Now, yeah. granted, I, shocker, I have not eaten in every restaurant at Disney Springs, okay. so I am resolving some of that tomorrow. Okay. Um, in terms of value, depending on what you order, shockingly enough, there's Chef Bart Smith's Homecoming. Oh, is that is that value? Uh, well, you've got to remember that you're you're building around chicken. Okay. And so, even though it's well-prepared chicken, you've got that. We're, if we're talking table service... Yes, you're, pro- you're probably looking at homecoming. Um, to, I think Terralina Crafted, which we've been to, yes, yeah, um, is is a reasonable value. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty good food. In those kind of terms, hmm. maybe that de- de- now we're getting in the weeds. Depending on what you order at Raglan Road, you've got it. You've got some good value there. But, you, know, you, but you've got to remember we're competing against all the five million yes. restaurants within four miles of Walt Disney World. Yes, that is true. Would you say that Boatfish, not no, Boatfish, Boathouse, Boathouse, <laughs> and Boathouse combined into one restaurant? It's Boatfish. Um, boathouse uh, for the value for its money. I mean, now it's expensive, but it's good. I mean, I, I really enjoy the food there. Oh, the food's good there. So it's just you were. At, we were trying to find. Well, I mean, you the still perfect. have yeah, the value. Still, the, I think the value's still there because I think it's worth. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard when you get into seafood and steaks to decide yeah. if you're getting a decent value. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I think it was all good. Yeah. So yeah, T Rex. Eh, you know, you know what you're getting. T Rex. So that's what you're getting. <laughs> it's loud. It's overpriced. Sorry. Let's do my cliche of the day. Ah, yes. It's. You've gone to Applebee's, except it cost you three times as much. Yes. Yeah. And that's not fair. Two and a half times as much. Just blast some dinosaurs. And, right. Yeah. And, yeah. But overall, I had a good time with it, and it was fun. And I hope you enjoyed 
your birthday, John. It was uh, a glorious. Uh, of course, I did. Any birthday you can walk away from is a good one. That's right. Well, you know, you still have. Uh, I have maybe a, I have maybe a few more. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! I'm even going that gloom. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Jeez. So I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in a downtown in my life. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. When this happens to ministers too, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> How can you be down when you're with me? Come on, are you serious? <laughs> um, I'm not. I yeah, believe right. in the clergy handbook that tells me not to answer those kind of questions. So I'm, I'm going to be quiet at this point. Oh man, yeah. So uh, that was fun. It was a good day. Uh, that was fun. So glorious. Looking for uh, all that stuff either in his reviews or my uh, YouTube channel. But uh, all that stuff will be. Uh, documented somewhere for sure. Now, let us talk about Hello Scream at SeaWorld Orlando. So we went here what, like a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I uh, ended up getting back before this unexpected trip to Florida. To Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I ended up getting an extra ticket, and I reached out to John. I was like, "Hey, do you want to come along?" And he said, "Oh, you better believe it." So we went, and uh, it was with uh, Ian and his friends. So you and I got there earlier. Um, so SeaWorld Orlando, for whatever reason, I mean, I know the reason, because the part of the park, the only part of the park is open for Hello Scream. And the front of the park isn't part of the park that is open. So you can't use the regular entrance for Hello Scream because none of that part of the park is open. So they have a back entrance that they use temporarily for Hello Scream. Well, <laughs> it's confusing as all oh. get out about how to get back there. And then once you're back there waiting, you know, a security guard comes out or, or whatever this person was saying, you know, cause they're emphatic that you cannot bring bags into the event. Like this event does not allow bags, anything over basically a thimble sized bag. You will not get in blah, 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 blah. So she's telling everyone this as she's going up and down the path, telling, you know, as we're waiting to get into the, the event. So I have a fanny pack. So I'm like, Hey, does this match your criteria? Is this, this going to make the cut? Because if it doesn't, I'm going to go back to the car now before we get into the event. And she's like, well, that's iffy. <laughs> I'm not sure. And she just kept walking like, well, what? What do you mean? I need a more definitive answer to that. She said, well, you have to talk to the security because I guess she wasn't security. So a security guy came out and I asked him. And he's like, well, I don't know. We won't know until we get through the, 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 the machine and see if it fits. I'm like, oh, okay. It must have some type of a special machine. So... We get to our. That's an important plot. Yeah. Point, so, by the way, we we get around the corner. They open up the front, the the, the fence, and, and we come in. And they have these standard uh, metal detectors that you walk through. Just the whole body size metal detectors, mind you. So I walk through it, and the security person's like, "All right, uh, take your bag over to the lady over there with a stick." So I go over there, and she does the standard what you do at all of these SeaWorld Entertainment parks. During the day, not during a Halloween event, they take a stick, you open it up, she, you know, kinks through it, make sure there's not a gun or something in there. Says, okay, you're good to go. Could care like, like didn't even question the size of it. I, I didn't have to stuff it through a little shoebox to make sure it fit the dimensions that they require. It didn't go through some special metal detector to determine anything. I have no idea why they made such a big fuss before the event, and then once you get to the part where yeah, you know, oh, you may not be allowed. Oh, nobody seems to care. Like, it's just, they, they have no, they, they, like, they're not told that they're not supposed to have bags. Like, 
Like the people who are doing this are not aware that of this new bag policy and it has to be excised and all this stuff. So I, I'm completely confused. It just seemed like a lot to do about nothing. Like just to get your route up for no reason. Or just maybe to get people not to bring bags in. But if you ended up bringing something in, then so be it. I, I don't know. It, it just seemed odd. It's perfectly strange. I, I recall that this week I heard you you read some bloggers post about SeaWorld Hollow Scream. And you were so happy that that blogger made no reference to this show. <laughs> I'll let you put whatever expletive you want in front of it. This show that was the entrance in the bag. However, I've listened to you. You talked about it, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's yeah, it's very odd. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, we get in there, and you know, there's a waiting area. So you wait from what? What time do they let us in? Seven o'clock. So, but the event starts at seven, right? The event starts at seven, but they let you in at six. Okay, so you know, the whole okay. area. Yeah, wait, that's what I meant. They let us in at six. So there's a holding area where essentially they have a bar, they have a bathroom, and they have yeah, the, a gift the, shop. I hear the blogger wasn't very impressed with that part, and you got to love people who keep talking about themselves in a third person. <laughs> I love that person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> or that person loves that person. Exactly. That's part of my problem. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we uh, waited around, then he ended up showing up, and I don't know what he was talking about, something. Somebody was going to fight or something. Yeah, something else is going on, which doesn't surprise me at all. There, there was chaos going on, but some security guard stepped in and helped out. And uh, ended up uh, seeing him again later in the day. And he seemed like a cool guy. He's like, hey, you guys having fun? Blah, blah, blah. So that's fun. So uh, I guess we get into the event. And um, let's go through let's go through the scare zones. Or let's go through the houses first, then we'll go through the scare zones. What do you think? Uh, we will do It's Your Podcast. We will do whatever you want. All right. Well, let's do it. Um, yeah, let's do the houses. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what these are now. Uh, Siren of the Seas. Do you remember that house? Hmm. Um, not distinctively, no. And that's different from the Siren Show? Yes, yeah. This is, okay. a, this is a house. Um, I'm going to say this with all due respect. I don't recall distinctives of that at all. Yeah, man, we should have watched the, my my video. But here's here's the important part for this plot. I think I know where this house was located. I don't recall anything amazingly significant about this house. I don't even know if our video is even out yet. I don't think I edited it and put it out yet. For those of you scoring at home, I'm not in charge of editing this video. <laughs> so I would like to, any criticisms uh, uh, you may have, uh, please send to vacationnewspodcast.com. Uh, <laughs> Not mm-hmm. to Pastor John stuff on Twitter. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I but think... But please, <laughs> like and subscribe if you can. <laughs> yeah, after, after complaining about right. <laughs> this stuff. So Blood Beckoning is in the back. I do recall that to a degree. Um, that was the longest line that we waited on. Right. Yeah. And um, I think I was okay, right? It was okay. I think, I think generally the houses, they're not as good as Bush Gardens Tampa. No, they're not. And, I mean, they're okay. I mean, there's people in them, and they do a okay job at what they're doing. Um, the sets are, you know, well, they're better than, I guess, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Uh, but the, the houses really aren't their strength. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, what is a strength for, for this park is that they don't use the pre-recorded um, sound Yes. So 
they can you know be more interactive with you and they pulse people into the houses so that's crucial and also we need to remember the siren of the seas really gets hindered by the fact that spoiler for whenever you do this the best house at hhn this year is dead man's pier so anything that involves fishing and boats <laughs> and anything i wonder if that was hailed in major comparison i wonder if that was on purpose oh you know what this is the cruise ship one, right? Yeah. I love. This is my favorite one. This, this was, this was. I, 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 our, our walkthrough was a little, a little bit of a dump. Right. I disagree based on my experience. Yeah. The okay, and, and I agree with that because I was with us the second time, <laughs> and yeah, I remember thinking, "Oof, this is not as good as my first walkthrough." My first walkthrough, the captain, quote unquote, of the ship, uh, was really interactive, and get the bartender behind the bar was good. I mean. Everybody did a really bang up job, and I was impressed with you know what they were doing. Where the second time, it wasn't nearly nearly as good. But to go back to my point with the houses, the things they do well that differentiate them from HHN is they pulse people in. So if you can, and it can be difficult because no matter how slow you think you're walking, mm -hmm. you will end up catching up to the group ahead of you. I <laughs> I don't know if they stop or it, yeah, these groups just. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I always, no matter how slow I think I'm walking, I catch up to the other group. <laughs> so I'm not sure. And like I said, the the actors or the characters in the houses or in the mazes, they can, you know, improvise and, you know, talk to you and say things and you know, joke around, even in a, in a scary way. Whereas, you know, HHN, it's all pre-recorded. So there's really, they really can't do much more than hit the button, jump out and let it go, and, and, you know. With the lights you know do the thing so there's nothing there they can do and being a conga line you know you're more likely to miss those scares because it is a conga line so you're either not you're going to see them ahead of you and not get jumped because you're kind of ruined or it's going to come back from behind you because they're resetting whereas this if you do it right you can you can try to get almost every you can get every scare because if you're the head of the line and you don't catch up to the next line the character is just waiting for you to show up and they're, you're getting, so you're going to be the, the attention. So uh, they do that. That's great. It's just, you know, they, you know, and again, I don't know. I'll give you one thing. The, the team members there, especially, uh, or, yeah, especially in the scare zones, they seem to be loving their jobs. They seem very uh, <laughs> enthused and excited to be doing what they're doing. At least, or they're really good actors. No, uh, mm -hmm. they, they, they really seem to enjoy what they're doing. Do you get that feeling too? Because I, I, I can't no, say, I, I can't I, say HHN actors don't, but I feel like I, I got more of a sense of them. Ha they're, ha they're, they're more, having more fun. But I think that's what you're voicing is they have more freedom. Maybe that's it. Maybe because, because the freedom does exist, excitement and fun is coming. So I do know from doing um, the unmask one of the unmasking tours at Hollywood, at Halloween Horror Nights, that I discovered, especially like even the Halloween house. Yeah. The the Michaels and the other characters have way more freedom than it looks like when you go through the house. Hmm. Like in, I know. That's interesting because so, Michaels really don't do I know. Like for instance, I don't know. People have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, in the, as you walk through the movie, because that is the plot of the Halloween Horror Nights house. Yeah. In the section where there's an escape from the um, mental institution, yeah, um, 
the Michaels that come out for you has a range of, it looked approximately like 300 feet of area that they could be in and different triggers that they could hit. Ah, uh, okay. And, and so, but they don't, they tend not to do that. Yeah. And the, spoiler alert for those of you thinking, once you get past the final section of the Michael house that you're done, you're not. Um, <laughs> the last Michael has the, has a huge hallway to go anywhere he wants to uh, behind a curtain. Gotcha. But you'll notice that HHN, they tend to stick yeah. to the script. Yep. There's far more freelancing done at SeaWorld, but I would argue that's because the hollow scream houses don't have as tight script. Yes. And there's no IP to follow. Right. I mean, it's just their own thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're good. Uh, yeah, blood beckoning. Um, again, if you want to know more about that, I we did a rundown, which is what, about three episodes, three episodes ago, uh, of all the stuff where I read them all. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all it again. Dead binds, I enjoyed that one. Captain's revenge, Captain's revenge, drowned in darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, the ice. I thought drowned in darkness had some of the better sets. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the because clearly, and SeaWorld will catch up. Well, they'll at least close the gap. But when it comes to set pieces, they have a long way to go compared to their they'll, they'll never catch up to that. No. They but that's, their their goal should be just to close the gaps. Like I always yeah. use my overuse analogy. Wendy's just wants to be closer to first place behind McDonald's, not so yeah. far behind. Pepsi wants to be closer to Coke, not actually past them. Yeah, they need to double down on things they can yes. do, like catch up with. And sets aren't one of them. Just, they'll never catch up. So they need to, the more interactive with the customer, you know, with, you know, being uh, able to freelance and do, you know, interact with people and making sure the pulsing stays somehow, even when the event keeps growing and getting bigger. I'm not sure how you can manage to do that. But, uh, yeah, it just, it's very good. Maybe you could have Icebreaker running that would some of the crowd away, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> poor Ian. Ian's been in this park twice with Icebreaker, oh, after Icebreaker Open, and both times it went down and he's been unable to ride it. So he, he left the state of Florida without riding Icebreaker once again. <laughs> oh, man, that was awful. But, uh, yeah, so uh, let's wrap up the houses beneath the ice. Is there ice one? Yeah, I mean, it was fine, but. But it's hard to say about a haunted event in which the houses may be the weaker portion of the event. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's true. Yes. And that's not necessarily a criticism of the event, it's just a fact. Yes. Well, and, and it, I think it's a statement uh, that the scare zones, they do really well. I, I, I really enjoyed going through the scare zones. Uh, they have Sea of Fear. Um, that was really good. They had some uh, weird fish. Uh, characters in there, which I thought was fun. Uh, cargo Carnage, which was, you know, off the wall, you know, cargo crates, and, you know, and a horn that you'd blow, and, you know, just half-naked people walking up and down, <laughs> scaring you, so that, that's always fun. Uh, oh, no, Terrors of the Deep was the one with fish. Sea of Fear. Is that that pirate one, maybe? I think so. Uh, let me just do more of the pirate one. I, I, I like that one too. No, the pirates were all. No, no, no. no that's pirate is cut code. code. Yeah. By Kanye West on Amazon oh, Music. I don't know what that. I don't know how. That happened. Okay. Alexa, off. Apparently, we have Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. So, what is Sea of Fear? Growing Dread 
couldn't keep you from from being lord here. You're finally re you finally reached their gathering place, the portal of all the terrors. You've only heard whispers of, but they're lurking. You're here lurking in the shadows and crevices, ready to bring you into the fold. It's time to dip your toe in the water. Just don't expect a friendly welcome. I gotta be honest with you, I'm not percent sure where this one. Yep, can't help you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Terrors of the Deep, fantastic. Cutthroat Cove. I love the pirates, they were fun. Uh, again, those are the people, especially them, more so than anyone, because they're going around, ah, you know, having just, just having, it looked like they were having fun. Like, just dressed up. Right. Like, if you and I dressed up as pirates, just walked around <laughs> just to be goofy mm -hmm. all night, that's what they were doing. So, well, I think the other two scare zones you haven't mentioned also, they did a similar type thing with their their characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Dead, Dead, Deadly Ambush. Yep. Very good. Um, Which I still never understood the plot of Deadly Ambush, but I under I know that something <laughs> bad happened, and well, the four characters yeah, 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 are yeah. trying to fix the problem. <laughs> I kind of visualize, sorry, this is not the point, and I'm sorry, SeaWorld. Um, I kind of visualize the ranger... And looking for Boo Boo and Yogi. Uh, okay. Except Boo Boo and Yogi. Boo Boo and Yogi were all had become mutants and they yes. attacked the people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, it's a bad day. Yeah, yeah. fun. But, but again, that's another one where you know they're walking around the characters and they're you know they can just interact with you and just have a you can have a, a meaningful experience that you know unique to you, at least for the most part because they're interacting directly with how you are acting. So that's really that's really fun. It's, it's nice. It's different. It's nice. Uh, frozen Terror is outside of the thing. And, okay. mm -hmm. uh, witchcraft Bayou. Yeah, okay. So they're a couple of witches and they say funny things. Yeah. So that's fun. Shows. Uh, siren Song. That's the one with all the sirens that are around uh, 360. Uh, yeah. I saw it last year. It's the same show. Honestly, I don't need to see it again. If you've never seen it, yeah, it's worth a watch. I wouldn't recommend it with, for small children. It's a little bit more geared towards adults. The sirens end up killing people and you know, seducing couples. And, you know, this, what sirens do. They are. It's what sirens yeah, do. That's what sirens to, do. Yeah. Whether they're true or not, that's what <laughs> <Yeah>. sirens do. <laughs> um, Monster Stomp, fantastic. Just go to my YouTube channel. You know, I'm not one to self-promote my YouTube channel. You, probably, you guys probably don't even know I have one. But go to my YouTube channel in case you're this podcast. Find the full Monster Stop show and watch it. Oh my lord! That the singers, the main leads, both male and female, absolutely fantastic. And especially the male lead, that dude was just—he's a great Jack the Ripper. I just thoroughly enjoyed him every second. Just a great show. I, just fantastic. Uh, I love it. And okay, I just want to clarify. Yes, you were concerned about the sirens not being appropriate for children. However, you mentioned Jack the Ripper oh, as yeah. a hero of a show, and um, you're not going to put that same disclaimer in there. Okay. I never called him a hero, but yeah, he, okay, he's doing fair. the Lord's work. He's the star <laughs> of the show. Yes. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. He is the star of the show. And he does go around slicing uh, female or women's throats. So, yeah, again, not for the faint of heart. I, I, I wouldn't bring my kids to this either, especially maybe if you're a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> little boy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe if you'd like to create a mass market. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lur lurking in the depths in Adventure's Tale. I did not see all of this. I saw part of it for one of them. 
And uh, it's it's a storytelling, you know, hey, here's a story, blah blah blah, some effects, some water splash features. Yeah, it looked like it'd be good. I just, like I said, I missed the beginning of the one. I watched some of that, like yeah, okay, yeah, that's what that is. I, I got the gist of it. I just never got back to watch it. Uh, Lost Souls Hideaway. This is the drag show, which apparently you pay extra for. So you got you. Gotta, that's what I was told. Yeah, you got to pay extra. You go in. And uh, you watch a drag show. I guess it's funny and it's really good. So, again, that, that too is something that I would have liked to have done. So maybe next I'll put on my bucket list for next year. Uh, I'm sure both will return uh, if they're successful, which I think they were. I mean, I mean the kids would love the lurking, you know, the adventurer's tale. Because, you know, it's about sirens or mermaids or something. And it's funny. And the Lost Souls Highway is kind of a little niche thing that like, those in the know get to go and do it. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be cool. Like an exclusive thing. A little bit of FOMO action going, maybe. I don't know. And uh, themed bars. So, yeah, if, any, if, if nothing else, you can get your drink on here. You mean a Bush Property Park has themed bars? <laughs> do you believe it? Yeah, they have a ton of bars. Um, yeah, so if you like to drink, this is the place to go. But I, I really enjoyed the event. Uh, I went last year, had a blast. It, went this year, had a blast. It's so different. Night and day from HHN. What, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying if you're looking for a Halloween experience that is not HHN and not Mickey's Not So Scary, this is something different. I mean, if you're looking for three separate different types of events, Go to those three events, and you're going to come up with <laughs> with that. Now, I'd throw the hat in for Bush Gardens Tampa. I think it's a more seasoned version of SeaWorld Orlando's Hello Screen. So if you can only go to one, I'd probably pick that one over the SeaWorld one. But, you know, if you don't want to travel the 90 minutes to get there or whatever, uh, or if you're fortunate enough to do both, worth doing both. I, I thoroughly enjoyed SeaWorld one. It's just a la it's just a relaxing evening at a Halloween event where you get to ride some good coasters, you get to go through some really cool scare zones, see some good shows, and you know go through some houses. But you know what? The houses aren't the best, but I'm also not waiting in 90 minute lines for them either, which make the houses just a little bit better. <laughs> my my question is yes, um, if you're overwhelmed by the HHN crowd levels, which can be very overwhelming because very. it is a wonderful event. And yes, it won't get. What are the crowd levels at Hollow Scream at Tampa? Um, it's it's busy, but not... It, it's not... Okay, so I here's the thing. I, I went to Bush Gardens, Tampa's Hollow Scream, like in 2013 or something. I, I, I don't know. I, once. Maybe, maybe it was later. Maybe it was after 15. So 16, maybe? I don't know. And um, it, it might have been 15 or 16, actually, 2015 or 16. And um, that's the last time I was there. So I went again this year, and it, it rained. Uh, <laughs> it rained heavily. Mind. So there was no lines. So we walked into every house. Now, with that said, the Fiends show didn't go because apparently it's an outdoor show. And because of all the rain, it was canceled. Um, so I, I, I can't fairly say what the crowds were like. Now... I am actually planning on going back this Saturday, so I'm recording this, uh, well, actually recording this Friday morning now. <laughs> We've crossed over mm -hmm. midnight. Uh, so uh, tomorrow, technically, I am going back, uh, and I think the weather is going to be better, and I'm going to go make sure to check out Fiends 
and check out some of the other shows and do the houses again. So I'll have a better idea of what it's like. It is more crowded from what I remember back in, you know, 2016 or whatever it was. But not, it's not like there's nothing that compares to HHN. Like no. HHN is just you're, you're, you're jammed in there. Like HHN compares to you're standing waiting for the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Yes, but it's the entire. It's, it's, it can be the, the entire, entire event, but even as we yeah. saw from the complaining from guests from the Wednesday, October 5th HHN event. I can tell you that the crowd levels walking around were lower than they were on a Sunday. I went earlier in the season, but people were complaining because the waits were too long. The yeah. waits and the queues were long. Yeah. So it's always difficult to judge because just because of the, the ability to get more people in there. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe SeaWorld has it right. Like if they have just mediocre houses, people aren't lying. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what people do at the event. I don't know if they're riding the coasters or drinking or. Just going through the scares. I mean, well, also remember as we encountered the hard way, the SeaWorld event is really only five hours. Yes. Yeah. It's seven to midnight. Yes. I know you get in early and I know you can do certain things, but For really you're just in a holding area. Yes. But that's more than enough time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, if they vastly improved their houses and got more, you know, people were more excited to go in them maybe you know maybe it wouldn't work out so well maybe it would feel the same way i don't know i i just know sea world event i can go have a drink walk around the amazing scare zones ride some coasters do all the houses with with no little weight or you know not not too much of a weight and not even not never stress for for even a second that i'm not going to accomplish everything i want to get done yeah, it's a nice feeling to have when you can just relax, especially you know, HHN. I mean, just, it's impossible if you go without uh, buying up, you know, upcharge stuff. You can't go through that event in one night, and you know, and, and just do everything in one night. You, you know, that's yeah. I know people say they have, you know, depending on different conditions. Well, it depends on your range. definition. I mean, I could show you easily how to get through ten houses in one night. And two shows. No, no, I'm yeah, saying, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, I said ten houses. Yeah. So. Um, and, but this is the same conversation about Mickey's not so scary. And then we're, we've moved from spooky to not spooky. Spooky. Not <laughs> spooky in a different way. Yeah. But Mickey's not so scary. No one is under the illusion that you can do everything. Well, if you're, if you're talking about character meeting creates, it's impossible. Oh, it's not absolutely impossible. Just to do all of them alone, I don't mm -hmm. think you could. In one no. I mean, it's. So it's, it's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. But, but yeah, but you don't. But that is a realistic expectation at SeaWorld. You can realistically, and the price point, much cheaper. I mean, anywhere. I mean, they had the the I don't know customer appreciation. Weekend yeah, basically expect it to cost half of what HHN would cost. You. Yeah, and that's and maybe maybe less than that. Yeah. So, uh, very good, very good event. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, the the scare zones are really the scare zones and shows. I well, I mean, like I said, the Siren Show, eh, no. No, it's fine, I guess. What did you think of the Siren Show, John? Eh. Yeah. I mean, eh. Like, if you go back next year and you, you know you know it's the same show, would mm -hmm. you waste your time to see it? Even if you had all the time in the world? I Probably not. I wouldn't. No. I, no. There's, there's no reason I would need to see a show again. Monster Stomp, 100%. 
In fact, uh, if I could go back tomorrow and watch it again, I, I would go back. I go back every day and watch that show. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I do need to put my disclaimer in and prep this worldview issue. People wear less clothes working at SeaWorld than they do it at HHN. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're definitely in, and they do have the, you know, the shots in the, the ID bags, you know, the nurses, right, the blood bags, naked, and, you know, selling and, shots and stuff. And, 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 I mean, yeah. they literally were very, well, you need to get drunk anyway, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So they were, they were pretty overt about it. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's just disgusting. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh man, yeah, but yeah, I, I really like either, and th that is odd for SeaWorld because you know they they are a family park. You know, they, in years past they never did have a screen; they only had the daytime, uh, I don't know, show or <laughs> whatever their Halloween spectacular. The, yeah, the trick or treat event. Yeah, which they still do have, mind. right? So during the day you can go and do that, and that's still free of charge. That's still part of you know your day admission. So. You don't need a special ticket for that, but you do need a special ticket, obviously, for the Halloween. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, had a blast. So uh, your general thoughts of it, John? Any other anything else? I think as long as you have a realistic expectation that this is not the premier world premier spooky event or whatever Universal Orlando's marketing agent at these days, yeah. um, you're realistic that hey, this is a relaxing evening because we went on a Saturday night. Yes. And even though it looked like it could rain any moment and it was missed every so often, yeah. it never really rained, which yes. oh, during that exactly. time in September was a big deal. It's, yes. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a good event, well worth the money. Do I think it was spectacular and life-changing? Of course not. But I, SeaWorld is not foolish enough to advertise it that way. Yeah, no. It's not, you need to come to HHN to see the best houses there and, and be so scared. Yeah. No, this is... This is hollow scream, and they're just yeah. They're come like, and have hey, fun. This will be fun. Come, come exactly. join. Come to join us. Yes, I mean, yeah. They and maybe you'll get good. drunk too. Come on. <laughs> we'll try to get you drunk. <laughs> we'll try everything to get you drunk. Yeah, and don't you dare, under any circumstance, bring a bag that's bigger than uh, yes. a kidney. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're upgraded. But yeah, that was fun. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So there you go, hollow scream. Um, I plan on having Ian on a future episode to discuss the Bush Gardens Hello Screams, and we'll, we can get his opinion on um, SeaWorld as well when uh, when he comes on a future episode too. All right, well I think that's it then. That is your SeaWorld Orlando Hello Scream review. So I think that will close the casket door to this episode. So thanks to my wrecking crew for joining me, and until we scream again. All free table service, restaurant, birthday, desserts are not created equal. So choose wisely where you go to celebrate your birthday and keep making memories. And even in spooky season, <laughs> eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationearspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationearspodcast at gmail.com. 
This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Peace out, suckers. <laughs>